Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. This is an out-of-cycle update. And I do, I'm struggling with this one because I don't feel like I should have to do this type of an update, but it is clear to me that there's a lack of understanding and it doesn't surprise me about the so-called retail traders, but even outside of retail traders, there's a lack of understanding about the way things are expected to be. So let me just categorize first. There are in investments, any investments, crypto stock, it doesn't matter. There are two primary categories of investors, serious ones and so-called casual ones. Your casual ones are the ones who FOMO in or they only put a little bit of money in because they're just tossing money at random stuff that sounds good or they were told by a friend to buy in and so they did. There's no fundamentals to their thought process. That's okay. We need those people. They help the value of various investments. I'm not criticizing their presence. However, I'm calling out that they are one group of investors and most of the attention, and I blame social media for this, has been predominantly on that group of people. The people who are just jumping in to make a quick buck and don't understand the people that we've made podcast entries to, targeted for, to try to help them and educate them so that they're stronger investors because there's always going to be newer casual investors coming along. So we want to educate them to make them the second category, which is your serious investor pool. These are people who look at an investment the way I do, which is that you essentially have an ownership stake in that organization. You essentially, they report to you, not the other way around. You are putting money into something and you expect a certain level of performance as a result of you investing in and in your mind, you were sold on a certain strategy going forward. And anytime you see a deviation from that strategy, and I called out the lack of a vision, these investors are going to call you out on it and they should call you out on it. Now, what shouldn't happen, but tends to happen too frequently is that many of these crypto organizations do not listen to the second pool of people at all, certainly not to a satisfactory degree. And they think that, no, we just got to cater to the social media squawkers. When you have something that's going on right now in the business of crypto, similar to what we're seeing with SHIB and Satama and Kishu and all these other ones that I kind of categorize as toxicity in general, the predilection of the crypto owners is to block it out, to mute it, to block it, to ignore it, to disregard it instead of embracing it. And I had a conversation with somebody on Reddit just the other day about the fact that you likely have investors who are auditors such as myself technologists such as myself, accountants, lawyers, doctors, I mean, you name it, you've got skill and knowledge and people, PR people, media people, I'll get to that in a second, that would love to help you because they're bought into the project. They have a vested interest in the success of it. And when they see silly mistakes made, they get frustrated as an investor because what that means is, just like Big Worm says, playing with their money is like playing with their emotions. So we do have people out there who would love to help these organizations succeed because when they succeed, we succeed. The challenge is that many of these crypto companies are disregarding it and they're leaping towards the hype men type people. Notice I haven't called out any names because I don't think I need to because at the end of the day, when you focus on the hype men stuff, you're not 
you're not seeing the forest for the trees because you're stuck in the bubble. I called out the cryptocurrency bubble. It is in full force. You're only focused on your own little world and you're not listening to the voices that are telling you these are yellow flags. How can we help you resolve this? Here's some things that we think you should be doing. These are obvious things. We're not talking, we're not talking major things here. Number one on the list, if you're going to have a community token, as many of them try to be, that is led by any one individual. And when I say led, I mean that that person by and large is the throat to choke when things don't go right. If you're going to have that person, we need to hold that person eternally accountable for the success and the failure of the projects. They should have the integrity to take on that cloak and say, no, the buck stops with me. When things don't go right, I'm the one to blame. When things go good, you guys are the ones that made it happen. That's the voice we want to hear. We don't want to hear, you know, haters gonna hate. Because at that point, you're insulting your investors. You're disrespecting them. And that's not what you should do. Because especially when you have a situation that is truly a problem, as what did happen to people's perception, being tainted by people who do not work for you, but were representing you in whatever form. And then you don't go live and say, you know what? The buck stops with me. I should have done a better job of planning this. Yes, it was a mistake to have the hotel still show that banner saying, download Cytomass today, knowing it was not going to happen because you had to have known it was not going to happen days before the event. Now, you don't blame the hotel. If you sent the message to the hotel telling them to pull it down and they didn't do it, your response to investors is, we communicated to the hotel to remove the banner. There would have been a cost. We chose, I chose on your behalf not to incur that cost because I'm trying to protect your value. That kind of response there, there are going to be people that are upset about it, but at least you're responding saying, I tried. But when you don't even acknowledge that in a certain location, you show different ads saying this is ready for download. When you know it's not ready for download, now you come across as not you're either blind, deaf, dumb, or stupid. We don't think that, but you're coming across that way. And so it's a tone deafness that is described in the bubble. You're just, you're in the bubble and that's all you can listen to. You're not listening to the external voices that are telling you these are things we should probably address. Now, I'm not criticizing any individual because I understand, as I've said before, doing certain events and doing certain launches and planning projects and managing them on a daily basis and development software in general is very challenging work. Nobody has ever said that the work is simple. And I would argue that the vast majority of serious investors are not as critical about the development side as they are the lack of communication leading up to certain tangible dates that are given under the auspice of a promise and then your developers feel like they were misled. And then when you speak to it, you're not acknowledging, you know what? The buck stops with me. I screwed up. I got it wrong. There are other people now that have opened up, including myself, that have said, we would love to help because we are bought in as investors and we want to see you succeed. So when we say, you know, we couldn't have that we were limited, we couldn't have this crew that we wanted. Uh, we understand this. However, there were ways that you could still have had a professional appearance by way of people that know what the heck they're doing. You don't need to have professional crews. You just need to have people who are good at working with less and still making it look professional. And that is 
people who are avoiding the booze, people who are avoiding the party, people who are avoiding the nightsticks and the flash and the glitz and the glamour, and they're only focusing on the data and presentation, the hotel can't stop individuals from coming in and filming on their own device. They're more concerned probably about the big equipment that you don't really need if you know what you're doing. We know that this is the case because we see it in boxing events and MMA events. It is a common thing, but you have to know how to do it. Many people have offered to do it, and we get ignored because, again, that bubble is in full force. There's no desire to embrace the external voice that's trying to help. And, they're tre- and frankly, you're treating them as if they don't matter, but they're your investors. They should matter to you, and you should embrace them. And you shouldn't call everybody haters, and you shouldn't say it's all FUD, and you shouldn't say that. You should open up and say, I want the smoke. We will go down and I will give you specific responses to each and everything. When we say, what happened with this thing? Say, first of all, I want to apologize. This didn't happen like we planned. And I should have told you days in advance that I knew it wasn't going to go down specifically. And we're changing the events structure ever so slightly so that there's not the perception that we are doing something that we cannot. Then you give regular updates throughout and let people know Here's where we're at. Here's where we're at. Here's where we're at. Instead of going radio silent for two days, I'm giving you the voice of the investor and the mindset that they have. That's not a hater mindset. That's a common expectation because let's be honest here. If Tim Cook had done what we saw on that event, he'd get absolutely blown up and Apple stock would tank by half because nobody would accept that from him. Nobody would accept that from a major corporation on the stock side. So why would investors tolerate it? on what they feel is the same or similar type of investment on the crypto side. And that's, I think, some of the flack and the feedback that's causing much of the turmoil that's out there that many of the crypto companies, not just one, many of them seem to not want to understand. It's not that they can't. They don't want to understand. They're stuck in the bubble. What I'm trying to do, and many of us similar to myself are trying to do, is to pop that bubble and get them to understand This is the way you need to treat your serious investors. Stop catering to your casual investors. Stop muscling forward without clean, clear, specific dates and tangible actions that you can trust. If you can't trust it, provide estimated in parentheses next to a thing if you must do that. And make sure anybody who is actively communicating with or for you is independent, that they are not directly aligned with your team meaning somebody that you always do interviews with because there's the appearance of bias and you don't want that either. If you're doing new partnerships, if you're doing new companies, if you're doing things that you know are going to have a good outcome, there's no problem with that, but you need to communicate. This is what we're doing. Here's in all transparency, who's involved and why they're involved. Here's the long-term vision. If you present it as this new company over here wants to work with us, you're it's, 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 It's a lie, essentially, because you're hiding key facts about what happened. Again, imagine if Tim Cook came up on stage and said, we're partnering with an auto company to build the iCar. And then just that's all he said. And then later, people investigate. It's like, wait a minute. He hired Johnny Ive to start up a new company to build this car. And then he's partnering with with his buddy to build the car. Their stock would tank. That would not be acceptable. There are certain things. Again, I'm stressing it certain things that are expectations of a serious investor that you have to be careful on how you present things. It's not the action, it's the transparency and calling out specific data points. 
Anytime you don't do that and then things go south for whatever reason, within or without your control, then you're going to lose value and then your reputation tanks. And that's what you should not want. Many of the tokens have gone through the same thing because they don't understand this, how to manage reputation. And they're not willing to embrace external voices that are trying to help them. People that are even bought into the project that are trying to help them. The long term is when you get mainstream exposure because of all these vocal squawkers on social media, mainstream takes that and they run with it with bad press and that further hurts your value. This is not what you should want. This is not what you should tolerate. But the way you get ahead of that is by way of open, transparent communication with specific dates and actions. And when things don't go right, you are on the hook. You are the one to point at. You're the one who needs to correct whatever it is that you're going to correct. And you say, what's that plan? When things go right, it's everybody else, not you. That's leadership. That's what the crypto community in general needs to embrace. Because until we embrace that mindset, Cryptocurrency is never going to be more than essentially a glorified pump and dump, meaning people are just going to use it to get rich quick instead of a long-term strategy for divestment of the portfolio. I don't think, in my personal opinion, I don't think that anybody is malicious in intent. I honestly believe that they're just flying on the seat of their pants going forward because they are placing undue pressure on themselves and then they're losing sight of all the people that they're leaving in their wake. To use an analogy, it would be like I'm driving basically the movie Speed, right? I'm driving on a bus, and instead of we're just going to talk until the bus eventually stops, we're just going to throw people off the bus as we go, and then eventually we'll stop, and then everything will be fine. I think there needs to be more of a vision, and I keep using the word vision, of how to treat the investors that are serious about it, how to inform them. And that means you got to be more specific than you might want to be. But more critically, you have to own and take accountability when things don't go right and you have to place the positive on them and listen to them when they're trying to help you. Say, you know what? We'd like to have somebody who is good at filming with here's the restrictions that you have to work with. We're willing to compensate you for it in the whatever. Who is willing to do that? And I guarantee you're going to get a bunch of people that are that would jump at the chance to do that and help you do it right. And then you avoid those things. And then say, you know what, guy over here that I'm not going to name, you're going to have as much booze as you want and you're not affecting anything. And you can film for yourself and you can film for your own stuff, but you're not filming for anybody else's purposes. You're doing it for your own and that's perfectly fine. We have our own person that we have dedicated who will need to stay clean and they will help us communicate, document, and transmit this information to our investors who couldn't make it and be here with us and then not punish other people or denigrate other people as, quote, haters simply because they're expressing concerns with something that didn't go the way that they expected. Whether their expectation was accurate, fair, or correct is irrelevant. The point is the buck has to stop with leadership. If it doesn't stop with leadership, then you don't have leadership.